you, Jesus. What is his name? What is that name? Neither is there salvation in any other. But there's no other name among heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Whatsoever you do in word or in deed, do all in the name. Something happens when you call on the name. How many believe there's power in the name of Jesus? Woo! Hallelujah! I said there's power. There's power in the name of Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. If you would turn to the word of the Lord with me today. We are going to read from the book of 1 Samuel. Chapter 2, reading with verse 25. Is everybody feeling in that relaxed vacation mode tonight? Getting comfortable and feeling thankful? Anybody feeling thankful? How many feel thankful today about the goodness of God? Oh, He's been good to me. I'm going to preach, it's going to be for everybody tonight, and I'm not planning on preaching very long, and somebody said, I don't don't know about that, but I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. Um, I'm going to preach to the young people, and for the young people, and um, God has great things for you. And you're not too young to make a covenant with God. Man, I'm so proud of you all. I'm so proud of you. I am. I think it's awesome to watch all these young people up here worshiping God. The devil would love to have them. But he can't touch them. They're posted. Posted property. God hangs a sign on every one of you says no trespassing washed in the blood filled with the spirit amen you belong to the Lord you're his sheep he's got a hedge around about you how many believe that why well, don't preach you stay in the hedge stay in the protection don't walk away from him 1 Samuel 2 25, if one man sin against another, the judge shall judge him. But if a man sin against the Lord, who shall entreat for him? Notwithstanding, speaking of the high priest Eli's sons, Hophni and Phinehas, who were sinning in the church, hypocrisy was in the church, notwithstanding, they hearkened not unto the voice of their father. That is a problem. The prophet speaks to the father. The father speaks to the children. You need to listen to your father. They hearken not to the voice of the father because the Lord would slay them. Look what it says. And the child Samuel grew on. No matter what was going around, Brother Mark Muller, the atmosphere you talked about, which I'm preaching about tonight, you didn't know it. But in adverse 
conditions. Samuel thrived before the Lord. When everything around it was falling apart, he grew on. I want everybody to say thriving in adverse conditions. Clap your hands and praise him. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. I will never forget being in the hotel in Memphis, Tennessee and getting ready to preach at a, at a church I'd never been to before. I'd prepared, was seeking God, praying about what to preach that night. I said to the Lord as I was kneeling down by the bed praying, knowing I was getting ready to go to a church I'd never been, didn't know anyone at the church. As far as I know, I'd never met anybody even at that church, a fairly large congregation, about seven or 800 people. And uh, I bent my knee on that Friday night and I said to God, I said, who am I preaching to tonight? And the Lord spoke to me with a very quick response. He said, you're gonna preach to a Samuel generation tonight. I said, I don't understand. He said, he said, when Hannah, Samuel's mother, was barren, he said, I caused her to be barren. He said, the reason I caused her to be barren was because in that day, there were people, the priest's sons, who were polluting my, my offerings. They were denying my word. And I didn't need just another baby to be born. He said, I needed Hannah to make a vow. Well, I had to go study it. I had to go open and sure enough, in chapter one, the Bible says that the Lord made her womb to be barren. But when Hannah made a vow, this is what she said. God, if you will give me a baby, a baby boy, she said, Lord, I will raise him up in the church. I will make sure that his, his focus is on the kingdom. How many know that? She said, I will give him back to you that he would be a servant of you. We don't need just another baby born. He said, I needed somebody that's gonna love me more than the world. I need somebody that's gonna stand for my ways instead of the ways of wickedness. I don't need just another, another saint. I don't need just another baby. I needed Hannah to make a vow to me that she would raise him up for my will and my way. Why? Because in the church, in the temple, there was hypocrisy, there was wickedness that was going on in the house of God. They were polluting the altars, they were denying the truth, they were committing sin with people. It was an unbelievable mess that was there. So much so that the God sent the prophet his name was Gad. He said, go down and you tell Eli. You go tell him that he needs to straighten his sons out and if he doesn't, I'm gonna raise me up a faithful priest. Well, he went down and told them, now boys, I hear about what you've been doing. Hear, they were doing wicked things at the church. You need to stop what you're doing. But they hearkened not to the voice of their father and continued to do their own wicked things. We live in a wicked world. I'm patriotic, I love the United States of America, but I don't like some of the things it stands for and promotes. Can I get a witness from somebody? It's adverse conditions. 
When communities are voting for gender neutral or restrooms where boys can say they're girls and walk into a girl's restroom, that's confusion and it's not right. It's not right. God made a man and he made a woman. It's not right to blur those lines in any way. How many know that's the truth? It's an adverse time to worse. The bad is now recognized as good and now the good is recognized as bad. The scripture says in the book of Timothy, he said in the last days, perilous, young people say perilous. I want all of these young people to say perilous. Perilous times shall come. Perilous, that means dangerous times are gonna come. You are living in dangerous times. He said men would be lovers of their own selves, boasters proud. They would be haters of God. They would love pleasures more than they would love God. That's where we live. In the end time, where the Bible says the closer we get to the end time, the more wicked they become. And we're here. I'm preaching to the rapture generation. I really do. I believe, if God, I believe, really believe you're going to be the ones that hear the trumpet sound before you, death ever knocks on your door. How many believe that? We live in a time to where you can't hardly get, get, keep your eyes. You got to walk through, through life with blinders on to protect yourself from the things the world is producing and the devil is trying to lure in. Can I get a witness from somebody? It's wicked times. And he looks at his sons and said, you need to stop doing what you're doing. They didn't listen to him. They continued to do their own thing. But what they didn't know is God had a Hannah. God had a church. God had a, had a womb. He had a lady that said, God, if you'll give me the child, I will raise him up to serve you. And that's exactly what happened. Somewhere when he was weaned, she took him to the house of God after the after uh, the, the pilgrimage to the Holy Land, she took that young man, come here, Aaron. You're gonna be Samuel for a minute. Took him and placed him in the house of God. You know what his job was? Just a little boy. His job was to open the doors in the morning and lock them at night. The Bible says things like this. Come on over here with me, Brother Aaron. Let's look what the scripture says. And so... Therefore, also I have lent him to the Lord, the scripture says. As long as he liveth, he shall be lent to the Lord. He doesn't belong to me, Hannah said. He belongs to the Lord. And I feel a witness of his spirit right now. You don't belong to your parents. You belong to the Lord. You don't belong to the world. You belong to the Lord. You don't belong to the devil. You belong to the Lord. He's destined you for great things. You belong to the Lord. You have been lent to God. The devil would have loved to have taken you out. But God, come here, come here, angels. Come here, angels. But God has put reinforcements around you. He's gonna protect you because you're just not like everybody else. You have been destined for great things. And the scripture says things like this. And the child did minister unto the Lord before Eli the priest. I want you to grab your Bibles and you can follow this if you will. Uh, 1 Samuel 2 and 11. 
Watch what it says. 1 Samuel 2 and 11. And the child did minister unto the Lord before Eli the priest. Now the sons of Eli were sons of Belial. They knew not the Lord. They were in the church. They had positions, but they knew not God. They were sons. They were following the ways of the devil. Watch. This story in the next uh, first three chapters, it's telling the story between Samuel and a bad adverse condition. They wanted the ways of Belial, but he ministered unto the Lord. Young people, you're not here for pastor. You're not here because your parents made you to come. You know why you're here? Because it's unto God. You give unto the Lord. You clap your hands unto the Lord. You amen the preacher unto the Lord. You sing in the choir unto the Lord. It is ministry that is unto God. And every time you step your foot in this house and begin to praise him, the devil grits his teeth if he has any. And he gets angry to think that he has in this condition a group of young people that would rather praise him than fall in love with what the devil's doing. It bothers him. You can be seated, young people. Watch what it says. It moves on and says, in verse 18, but Samuel ministered before the Lord, being a child, girded with a linen ephod. Verse 21, at the end it says, and the child, Samuel, did what? He grew before the Lord. And if you read it, it's comparing every time when it's talking about Samuel, it's comparing the sons of Eli, Hophni and Phinehas, were wicked, but he grew. They were doing wrong, but he grew. They were sinful, but he grew. What I'm preaching to you, there's gonna be people at your school, in your family, maybe even in your own house that are gonna choose to do wrong, but it's no excuse to quit. You can thrive in a diverse condition. Somebody say amen. amen. You can be righteous when everybody around you is unrighteous. You can stay pure when everybody around you is not pure. You can talk right when everybody around you is talking wrong. That's what I've come to preach because that which you have is greater than that which is against you. Amen. And, and this is you. This, this, isn't, this is you. And what you find in uh, uh, Purdue University few years ago, they, they come up with something called hybridized seed. They hybridized corn to thrive in diverse conditions. So they took corn, they were able to hybridize it through science, and they can take corn, hybridize it, and cause it to grow in Canada where the growing season is very short. Or they can take corn and hybridize it and put it down in Arizona where the climate is very dry. And corn will produce great crops even when the conditions are against a good harvest. It's chosen corn for a specific time. The Bible says that you are a chosen generation. You have been hybridized for now. The climate seems against righteousness. But God said, I will always have a people that can thrive with adverse conditions. Every 
everything's going sour, but something on the inside says, you know what? I can be great when greatness is falling away. I can do something wonderful when everything seems to be against me. Somebody shout hallelujah. How many believe that tonight? Would you clap your hands and praise him? I am stirred to the core. Stirred to the core. I haven't done this in a while, but the Bible says it this way. He said in Psalms, he said, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. He said, thy rod, take your rod on this side, and thy staff, they what? Psalms 23, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me and the presence of mine enemy. Thou anointest my head with oil. Glad it's not oil. Thou anointest my head with oil, meaning I got him over top of me. And if it anoints my head, it starts flowing all over me. He said, I got him on the right. I've got him on the left. I got him in front of me. I got him all on top of me. He's flowing all over me. And he said it this way. Are you ready for this? Goodness and mercy. Come on. Shall follow me all the days of my life. So when the enemy pushes him, goodness catches you and says, I'm not done with you. You might have had a failure, but I've got greatness. I will not let you fall. I will not let you stop. I'm going to plan for your life. So I'm telling you, I'm not making an excuse for your failure. I'm not telling you to, it's okay to sin and worship. But what I'm saying, if you slip up, if you make a mistake, you have a setback, don't you come to church and sit there as if you're not worthy. You come with your praise on. God's been good to me. Look what the Lord has done. It's not over yet. I'm going to thrive. I'm preaching to somebody, get up on your feet. Don't you sit there sour because the enemy attacked you. Get up and magnify him. For the Lord's gonna bring me out of this mess. Goodness and mercy. You are not by yourself. Where you go, goodness and mercy are there to pick you up. Get up, get up. The devil's fighting. But God says, get back up. He does it again. Get back up. You know what gets you up? is when you understand the goodness of God and the mercy of God. My failure is not final because I am chosen of the Lord. Come on, I'm telling you, you can thrive and come out of that mistake that you've been in. Run up here, Brother Lee. Watch, watch, watch. There's an angel around them that fear him. Goodness and mercy is here. Make your loop with your sword drawn. Every day you get up, every time you walk down the road into the school, what you can't see is what you need to understand. Because I am not by myself. 
I will not fear failure because God has reinforcements. It's called grace that calls me to thrive when it looks like everything's against me. That's why he said when you've done all you can to stand, stand therefore. Don't stop. Don't quit. Don't give up. Just believe he's going to make a way where there seemeth to be no way. Somebody shout amen. This is you. This is you too. Zechariah said there's a wall of fire around them that love him. Do you realize how much the devil would have to do to get to you? He would have to fight an angel with a flaming He would have to try to penetrate a wall of fire. Exodus 12 says, we're covered in the blood and we know the devil can't get to the blood. Why are y'all fretting over the devil when he can't even touch you? You are preserved, protected, and prospered. I think we ought to thank him for his goodness right now. Hallelujah. I want you to elbow two or three people and tell them you're not by yourself. Come on, we're getting the devil a headache right now. He's shaking his head and said, I wish he hadn't told them because I almost got a few of them to leave because they thought God didn't care about them. I'm gonna tell you, God sent his best for you because he's got a, a great plan for your life. So three, I, I, need, I need two more. I need two more. Come on, you two right here. Run up here. Come on, cousins. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. I got to hurry up here. Step, step right there. Everybody has compromised. The enemy, Nebuchadnezzar, has set up a 90-foot statue of himself, 30-foot wide. Somebody said there's 25,000 people, leaders, in the kingdom that are supposed to come and worship the image that they set up. They weren't the only Hebrew Jewish people that were there. Others out of fear bowed down. When the, hit, the, hit the keyboard. Where's the keyboard player at? Hit, hit the guitar. Son, we got to have some music. When the music starts playing... You better be careful what you bow to when the enemy's music starts playing. You better be careful what music you bow to. The music starts playing and everybody bows except for them. Come on, get your shoulders squared. Come on, get your shoulders squared. They're looking around. We don't know what's going to happen. But I'm not bowing. Because the Bible says don't bow before any graven image. How many know the Bible says to not worship any graven image? I'm telling you right now, don't bow before anything the world's building up. You need to stand for him and let God take care of the enemy. I realize I preached it last week. 
If you don't give in to peer pressure, then you're going to be mocked and made fun of. You're not going to be accepted. Let me tell you something. Don't listen to that lie. Don't you be compromised by what the devil's saying. You don't have to do the things the devil wants you to do. You can stand up for what's right and righteousness and pure. Who cares if they make fun of you? That's short-lived. We got to please him. He's got my tomorrow. Devil, you don't have any. Devil, you don't have any say-so in my tomorrow. Nebuchadnezzar shows up and he says it this way. Here's what I want to do. Boys, I like it. Stop the music. Stop the party. Isn't it amazing? 25,000 people and they had to cancel the party. Stop the party because three people didn't bow. He can't have a good day when somebody's still standing. Thousand people in the, in the school and you're the only one living for God and he can't sleep that night because there's one still standing. This is not a numbers game. This isn't about how many people are or how many people are not. This has nothing to do with it. Right here has everything to do with it. I'm living according to that book. I don't care how many do or do not. I am going to stand for God. I'm going to live for the Lord. I'm going to do what he wants me to do. He said, all right, all right, here. The Chaldeans have told me that, that y'all didn't bow when the music started playing. Is that right? That's right. Well, here's what I'm going to do because I like you guys. I'm going to give you another chance. The devil doesn't stop when you say no the first time. He didn't, he didn't just give up and go to somebody else. Oh, no, 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 because everybody else compromised. The only thing he sees is out of what do they have? 25,000 25, people fall down and begin to worship, and three out of 25,000 say, I'd rather burn than bow. See that, you know, that's sort of forced worship. Isn't it? If you don't do this, then this is this and this and this. Watch what happens as I close. He said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I like you. We're gonna do this again. So when the music plays, just bow and it's gonna be okay. And the music starts playing. And they just stand there. Didn't compromise, didn't bend, didn't bow. He stops it again. He said, bind them. Bind them up in their hats, in their coats, and in their hosiery. You see that look? He looked at me like, I ain't wearing hose. I think it means socks. They bound him up. They tied him. Put your hands out there. Tie him up. Take your tie off, Brother Lee. Tie him up. Tie him up. See, if you, if you live righteous, you're bound. That's always what the devil says. You're bound. Here, hand me that book right there. You're bound. Heat the furnace up seven times as hot because I'm going to punish them before all the people to, for what happens if somebody does not worship me. And they heat the furnace up. But they had looked at the king and this is what they said. King, we are not careful to answer you in this matter. This is why he got so angry. He said, when they said, we are not careful to answer you in this matter, they said, our God is able to deliver us out of your hand. But if he doesn't, we will not bow. We will not bend. 
We are not going to serve your God. And they threw them down in the midst of the fiery furnace. And when they did, y'all got to die. The soldier died. I know you angel a minute ago, but you got to die right now. The fire was so hot that the soldiers that threw them in died. Lance, he bound you up good. I was going to preach short, but this is going to take me a long time. And the king looks out and peeks into the fiery furnace from his balcony. How many did I throw down into the fiery furnace? Three. Boy, my wife told me I shouldn't have drank all that wine last night. How many? Three. He said, Lo, I see four. And the fourth man looks like the Son of God. I come to preach to you, you can thrive in adverse conditions. Come on now, I'm preaching. Don't you quit because others quit. You get up and believe God's going to preserve. He's going to protect and he's going to prosper. I wish everybody would jump up that's not standing. Clap your hands and praise him. For the Lord has made a way. I want all you young people to get out of your seat and come down here. You're going to thrive. I don't care what the devil's saying. You're going to thrive. I don't care what type of commandment he makes. The hand of the Lord is up on you. Aaron, come up here. Everything he tries to tie, tie you up with. The only thing the fire destroyed was the bands that they tied him up with. He's trying to bind you. But the only thing that he comes against you with will destroy that which he tries to bind you up with. That's why when you come to church, you ought to let him know you're free. You ought to let God know you're thankful to be free. I don't have to fold my arms and be showered. No, he set me free. He brought me out. I have been delivered. If he's brought you out, get out of your seat. And they're going to magnify him for a moment. Come on, if he's ever brought you out of a trial, he ever brought you to the fire, get out of your seat and magnify him tonight.
She was a witch for 16 years. The devil would have loved to have held you by the things he bound you with. But just one visit to a powerful prayer meeting. Amen. Years of bondage, instant deliverance. Somehow to praise God for your family that is going to bring out goodness and mercy. Goodness and mercy. three times a day King Darius with all his men he threw old Daniel in the lion's den he thought he'd throw him in there for the crime he had had to pay for praying three times a day but God shut the mouth of the lion in adverse conditions it looked like his ministry was over hungry lions in a lion's den but Darius in his guilt opened up from the pit over top removed the stone Daniel you down there oh yeah king God has shut the mouth of the enemy because God's going to preserve he's going to protect and you know what happened? When, when Daniel began to praise him, it converted an entire nation because he began to worship God for allowing him to thrive with adverse conditions. I wonder if there's anybody here right now that can praise him for bringing you out. We believe it's okay to clap your hands and praise Him. The Bible says clap your hands, all you people, and shout with a voice of triumph. I'm not apologizing for church getting excited and a little loud every now and then. The Bible says to praise Him in a dance. Another verse says to leap for joy. The Bible says lift your heart with your hands. It's okay to be exuberant in your worship Look at your neighbor say, it's okay to be emotional. I don't know where they're going to sing, but they're going to sing and I'm going to be done. I believe it was Virginia Beach area. There's an Air Force base that's there. The jet planes are very, very loud. When they would take off, the... was very loud in that area. A lot of planes coming in and out. The noise of the jets became a nuisance to many of those that lived in that community. So much so there were open letters and complaints that the Air Force had to get a rebuttal to challenge the complaining of the noise. 
This was their response. The United States Air Force put out a billboard. And this is what it said. Pardon the noise. It's the sound of freedom. <laughs> Come on and see. I think you ought to thank God for freedom. Thank God he brought you through the fire. Thank God he brought you out. Come on, Samuel, you're growing despite what the world's doing. It's okay to get happy. It's okay to go into Thanksgiving rejoicing. Let's leave this place happy and rejoicing in the Lord tonight. Break to it, my heart. Break to it, my mind. Break to it, my spirit. Break to it.